Welcome to another episode of Bearded Wholesome and All Things Baltimore. I'm the host, Matt Trigger. With me today is mixed martial artist and former Curly graduate, Tyshawn Williams. How you doing, my man? How you feeling today? I'm doing pretty good. Not too bad. You know, I, uh, I appreciate you joining me while you're at dinner. I, I know that you're enjoying your downtime. I know you've just had a fight recently. So uh, how's the recovery been going from your last your last bout? That's that's a tough injury to come back from because that lingers for a while. Exactly. Yeah, I had a, I had problems with my other hamstring as well when I was in college wrestling for a while. So I went through a bunch of different types of Rehabs and therapy, and things like that. I actually did laser therapy, which helped me a lot. I have yet to be able to get laser therapy done on my leg now that I'm having problems with the issues, but I'm sure I will as soon as I get back to school and all of that. I'm sure. I'm sure the the problem in, with the uh, hamstring, you know, gives you issues with planting and and being able to move side to side and and put power behind your punches and kicks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was uh. It was actually it was it was actually pretty it was pretty difficult a little bit at first when I first uh I pulled my hamstring on Monday so I didn't try to do anything until Thursday when I was getting ready to uh, fight on Friday uh, Saturday so I was waiting on Friday so I found a few different ways what I felt like would probably be beneficial for me movement wise but it was hard for me to press off of it and move left and right like make those quick adjustments basically you know what I mean. That was pretty tough for me. Like, but then I found a way to make it happen. But I like, I felt like a way that I didn't want to hurt it more. I just want to get out there and do my job and get it done and you know be out of there very well. And and I understand. I mean, I know that you're by trade you're a wrestler, so I know that's probably got to be hard. Even even when you're off your feet, you probably don't have the, the the right grip or the right you know amount of strength in your legs to you know mount and transition on the mat and. It, it, it yeah, can exactly. essentially be a, a weak spot for your opponent. It was just hard for me to wrestle with my hamstring. I felt like more than me punching. That's me being honest with you. Because wrestling, I'm in like a staggered stance kind of. And I'm constantly pushing and pulling, like, you know what I mean? Ripping left and right. Punching, at least I can stand on my feet and stay kind of. I still can't put as much power behind my punches. But it's better than me just not being able to do anything at all. You know what I mean? I understand exactly what you mean. So just to kind of give a background to the listeners, and uh, you came up in Baltimore. You you're born and raised, and you eventually made your way to Archbishop Curley. And uh, I believe you were a 2015 graduate. Yep, I graduated with 15. So you you did the high school wrestling. What uh what weight limit did you or what what weight uh group did you wrestle in for uh Curley your four years there? Curly. Uh, so actually, I went to Curly for three years. I went to Curly. Years, I'm sorry. Sophomore, junior, senior year. But uh, no, you're fine. You're good. My sophomore year, I wrestled 126. Junior year, I wrestled 132. Senior year, I wrestled 145. Okay. So was it a was it a tougher transition going up a weight class every year there? Oh uh, no! If you want to be honest with you, it actually got easier for me. Really? So wrestling at a higher weight. Was it easier for you as you moved up? Yeah, no, it was actually, it was actually like, it got a little bit easier for me. You know what I mean? Like I was, I wasn't cutting as much weight and stuff like that in my senior year. 
I didn't really cut weight because the weight class was like 148, 49 pounds the whole year because of the snowstorm and stuff like that. So that was very beneficial for me. I appreciate that a lot. And and the thing is, I I I understand the dedication and the practice and the and the work you guys put in because I went to Mount Saint Joe and I and I was friends with a, a good amount of wrestlers. Oh, yeah. I went. Yeah. To, I was friends with a lot of wrestlers and the the 6 a.m. practices, the tournaments on the weekends. You know, I saw their workout routines and that was crazy. You linked up with somebody in your in your weight group and then you carried them up hills and you ran sprints with them on yeah. your shoulders and. You know the the weight cutting and the and the diuretics and the and the and the sheer misery of. I thought I was miserable during football season, and <laughs> that misery is unmatched. I saw guys that I I know I played football with. They were two fifteen, and they were cutting down to one eighty five to wrestle yeah. in their weight class. So I'm just like, oh, I'm not doing not this. I, I I I want to know part of that. That's so funny though, because man, I'm not gonna lie to you. That, that the weight cut part is definitely brutal because it's it, it, it mainly it's mainly like I would say it's mainly mental, but it's some spots where it is it becomes a physicality depending on what you're cutting, the time of you're competing from when you weigh in. It's like a whole little like you actually got to be strategic with her a little bit. Right? I mean, not as easy as some people think. So uh, after Curly, where did you sign on to wrestle for college? Okay, so I signed on and ended up going to Southern Illinois University of Everett. Uh, uh, Division one, we in they're inside the Mid American Conference. Okay. So yeah, up and down like the bottom part of Illinois. That's was where it, I went at. Was it uh a little bit difficult to transition to college at being being that you were at the bottom of the barrel again in terms of uh years in and yeah then, and then you're you're, oh, yeah, you're facing that, guys you've never seen. Definitely for sure. Like when I first um. So it was actually a pretty big wake-up call for me. I got to college and stuff like that, and I realized that all of the guys and stuff like that. I mean, I knew everybody was going to be better and stuff like that, but I came from, you know, being like – so I wrestled a lot of guys. I felt like I didn't do that bad at first, you know what I mean? But then I slowly but surely realized I had a lot of learning with it. You know what I mean? So it took me some time, you know, getting over the, the weight cut part, figuring that out just as well as some of the mental aspects and stuff like that with – being able to compete while I was cutting a lot of weight and stuff like that, being able to adjust with, I always had, I had problems with my uh, conditioning early on in college. So that was a problem that I had because I didn't, I went from not doing like, I didn't really do much conditioning when I was in high school, let me be honest with you. And I got in college, I had to change some things. So it took me some time, though, right? a lot of time. And I mean, that's understandable. I mean, conditioning is an important part for every sport and trust and believe when I was done football season, I didn't want to do no type of conditioning at yeah. all. And, <laughs> then I would, all and then I would try to cram it all in a month before when I should have been doing it three months before. So, <laughs> yeah. I, so I know, I know, I know the, the transition from being laid back and kind of maintaining to, Oh shit, I need to start running and I need to start yeah, doing hills. That, you know that feeling. <laughs> right. So I know that the middle part of the country, the Midwest, that's like, of wrestling a hotbed so yeah. you know maryland's not really known for wrestling as much as other sports like lacrosse or hockey or football yeah, compared or, to some of our other sports yeah i understand that for sure so like it's overall popularity but out in the midwest that's what that's what some of these kids have been doing since they were two years old three yeah, years exactly. old yeah they've been, they've been wrestling all their life so so did it did your did your Lack of experience show when you only had four years of experience? 
when you yeah, got there? Well, no, 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 no. I, I I've been wrestling since I was like seven years old. Okay, so you had you yeah, had prior experience. My my apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you all good. Yeah, I've been wrestling for a long time. So like, I had but but when I got there, I was I was already in the pool because like originally I was supposed to go to. Well, not I was supposed to go to. What I was looking at going to was me going to NC State or App State and a few other schools like University of Maryland, stuff like that. I ended up landing out there. My coach and I had a pretty good uh, relationship with my coach that's from out there, which is the States and stuff like that. So we ended up spending the year, basically. Like, that's what ended up happening. But when I got out there, I was fine. Like, my talent and everything always got me kind of far, but I realized that I had to work a lot harder for me to catch up, basically. I understand. So you went from an environment where your your talent and your athleticism got you on got you, you know, head and shoulders above everybody and now you're with the cream of the crop in the Midwest wrestling and you're then you had to, you know, adapt and overcome once again. Exactly. Like when I started wrestling guys that when I was a freshman, so I was a little baby, you know, so I started wrestling some guys that was uh like starters in the lineup, rank, you know, stuff like that. And like I was losing and stuff like that, you know. And I realized fast that like, all right, yeah, like this is like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta turn it up because I don't like losing anyway. So I'm sure nobody. Else so I just had to turn it up and make some things happen so that I was able to turn it out the time and I made it. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I, know, I understand exactly what you mean. I, it's it's adapter, you know, perish in that type of environment, and you're far away from home too. It's not like you're right around, right down the street or, or down 95. Exactly. Yeah. So after you graduated from college, and uh, what made you want to go into mixed martial arts? So we was pretty much already planning on me fighting when I first got to college. My coach would introduced it to me, and um, he thought it was something that I probably should do. Like, cause I was a, uh, they could tell I was a pretty aggressive kid and stuff like that. I boxed when I was a kid too, like for a little bit of time. So. And I just grew up fighting, bro. That's me being honest with you. So we always kind of figured it was something that I was going to do. And then the college, my coach, uh, no, not the outside, but not the ending. The second year of college, he took me down to Tyron Willie a few different times. But they all wrestled with that in the same team. They were pretty good friends and roommates and stuff. And I went there a few times and stuff like that. And, like, just, you know, just to get that first work on anything at all. By the time my junior year came, my junior year summer, I went over to England to train with uh, my guy, Mike Grundy. He fights on the UFC right now at Featherweight. I went over there to train with him doing his training camp. He paid me to come out and learn me to train with him and stuff like that to help him get ready. I initially went over there just to help him get ready for like with, with my wrestling, you know what I mean, and stuff like this. And we got out there, and we was doing well and stuff like that, and I started, like, doing everything else. You know, you can do it, you can do it. And they was like, oh, shit, like, Fight. Like, this is this is probably the thing you need to do. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I'm thinking about, you know, just me doing this and stuff like that. So after bumping a couple times, then we kind of realized, you know, that this is probably something that was made for me to do. So here we are now. That's an, that's impressive, man. Uh, I can tell you right now that um, everybody wants to be a fighter or think they can step into an octagon or a ring and do it until they get punched in the mouth. Um, exactly. So my question for you is, and I know this is probably something you get in, in uh, you know, a decent amount of times. Um, when you are in the setting of wrestling for so long, 
And then you have to brush up on your boxing skills after so many years away. And then you and then you enter a sport where you have to combine them and stay controlled. What was that process like for you? That's a good. That's a good. That's a very good question too. That was the process that I did have to slowly chop down from the team to a grown man. Uh, it started off in the beginning with when I decided that okay. I'm going to do this. I've been to England and stuff like that. I had uh, went out there for that training camp my dear summer. And when, uh, let me think real quick. But yeah, when we realized, like, I thought, okay, I did well and stuff like that, that's how we're going to pull this together. I was all right. I was getting ready to go back to England. So this is after my senior year season was over. My junior year, they wanted me to stay out there during the training camp. Uh, Darren Till, you know that is president of the So telling them wanted me to stay there, you know, they just, you know, talked to me. Basically, came up with a plan to make it work for me to stay and stuff like that. And I just told them like, no, you know, man, I'm gonna go finish school. I got one year left. I'll be back though. So I went and finished school after my senior year was over due to COVID. They get to finish our national tournament stuff. So that's stuff. I hate that. I hated that. I still hate that they didn't make it work for a lot of people. A lot of people lost out on pretty good opportunities that they had. And that was my last year, and that was obviously my best year that I had, you know what I mean? So but I felt pretty bummed that I didn't get to, you know, showcase that. But anyway, going back to your question was, um, I'm getting ready to go back to, I was getting ready to go back to England. So I knew, like, okay, let me sharpen up with my hands and stuff. This is when I'm going to it and stuff. And when I left Kentucky, I was standing in Kentucky with my buddy, you know. Uh, the quarantine when I left Kentucky, I came home. I started boxing, like training again with Chris Calvin and down at Upton. Same gym, you know what I mean? Been, my little brother and I was boxing there too at the time. And then I just, like, I might as well go back down there with Chris Calvin. And so Chris Calvin helped me get my hands right and stuff like that, like sharpening up the fighting with the hand. So me sharpening up the whole time for a few months. I went over there, you know, I was ready to go. I ended up tearing my leaving over there while I was over there for like. At a certain point, so then I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go home and rehab." I came home rehab. When I got down to Miami to MMA Masters, I had to uh, make a lot of adjustments because I realized that I had to like. One part I was glad about that I could my reaction time is good. I felt like so pretty e- not easy, but I can see I can time it a little better when they're gonna pick me and stuff like that. So me time my hands into with my takedowns and stuff like that. I had to work at it, you know what I mean? Done a bunch of different combinations, me finishing off with take down from taking, coming back up top with all the right hands and stuff. And which I'm still working on now, like, you know, I don't, it doesn't really matter if they know that's my game or not, but that's definitely my game. Like, I'm going to mix it up with my hands and with my take down. That's my plan for the most part. And, and I'm sure that it takes a, a different kind of preparation and, you know, like you said, chopping down different, different things and certain things with your psyche because. When you're wrestling, all you have to do is worry about people trying to pick you up and slam you or shoot your hips or shoot, you know, shoot the side, you know, the the side of you. And and now all of a sudden in MMA, you got to worry about getting kicked in the head, getting kicked in the body, getting kicked in the legs, you know, an uppercut. And then somebody, you know, hit you with a one, two and then trying to shoot your hips. So it's like you're going from one trained pastime to the other and then you still got to make it work to where you can still protect yourself and, and, and eventually win the match. Exactly. Okay, that's it. Yeah. So that makes it you hit it all on the nose right there, but that that's the part that makes it tricky. So like I can tell you this. My wrestling makes it a lot like a lot more 
it makes everything else. All right, if my wrestling level is high like that, it makes the other areas a little easier for me. You, I'm, I'm good with my hands, so that helps me out a lot. Like, that helps me tremendously. Uh, but by my wrestling being like so like uh, much higher than the other guy that I'm going with and stuff like that, it makes it easier for me when I'm maneuvering in the tournament and exchanging and stuff. You know what I mean? I, I got you. So with with your confidence and your wrestling ability, it gives you the it gives you the the ability to focus on other parts of your game a lot better to make them up to the standard of your wrestling ability. Exactly. Exactly. So when you so it's it must be a little bit easier on you just knowing that when you when you get a chance to roll around on the mat, you're not sitting there having to go hours upon hours a day and then you can focus on the kicking, the punching, the dodging, you know. Yeah. So it just seems like you ha- you take a different approach to your training, and it's really been beneficial to you be- because of the results of your last fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they changed a lot of things for me, man. Now I'm mainly working on. Uh, I started off working on. We still work on things individualized. It might just be hands and kicking, but I focus a lot on my hands and kicking at the same time because ultimately me kicking. Uh, it's gonna help me with defending and like throwing swimming better and stuff like that. But like right now, like they really focus on with me. And I'm going back. I go. I go back to Miami tomorrow. To train oh wow! And stuff like that. So, um, they're gonna take a lot of like time out with me one on one and stuff like that, and really chop me up and get me ready because I'm actually kind of pro next. So okay. So so this fight. So your last fight was still amateur. Yeah, yeah. That was the last. That was only. I only fought two times. I fought one time. And then the second time for the belt, and it was more so for like, uh, like an experience walk. Like, give me a walk first before I go, basically. You know what I mean? They saying what I can do pretty much in the gym and stuff like that. But it's at the end of the day, it's still a, a walk. You know what I mean? Like an experience type thing. It's always like you, like you've been there before. You know what I mean? Like now that I've got my hands wrapped, I walked out and stuff like that a few times. I kind of feel, but it's definitely like something that I'm glad I got to do before I did go check. You know what I mean? So, uh, what what uh what, what weight class did you win your championship title in for the amateur league? It was one forty five, but we pulled at a uh, we pulled at a catch weight okay. okay. So, uh, to just for people that don't really know fighting, a catch weight is when you guys have an agreed upon weight, kind in of between like two weight classes. Right. Okay. So yeah. it's between your class and the next class up. Okay. Yeah. So it was an agreed upon thing by both parties before the fight took place. Yeah. So, where do you see yourself going as a pro? Or is the UFC your end game, or are you looking more towards Bellator or any place uh, else? Yeah, definitely UFC. That's what we're looking at right now. Especially like just more so. That's why we're there. Um, they, my coaches had a talk with me and stuff like that, so they're gonna ask me, "Hey, uh, you like some one-on-one time with me and stuff like that?" More just like individualized, so that I can um, I can get I can get ready and be ready. So that's the main thing. Whatever they got planned for me, they talk to me a little bit and stuff like that. Let me know the plan. But like I said, I'm not I'm not rushing anything. I want I want to make sure that I'm sharpening up and I'm gaining my experience on my way to the UFC because I know I'm gonna get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way uh, it looks, I'm gonna get there. So I really want you to get there. You know, just just a you know not only for your own success but to put on for the city that you know you were raised in coming up and. Yeah. You would be another success story for a city that sorely needs it, you know. Yeah, that's definitely for sure. That's definitely for sure right there. I couldn't say that any better way. But uh, 
Yeah, man, I want to thank you for joining the show. I know that you're uh, out enjoying some time with your family, and uh, good luck, and uh, be safe on your trip to Miami tomorrow, and we'll be hopefully seeing Tyshawn Williams in the UFC in the next couple of years, man, you know? Hopefully soon. Yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, hopefully soon, man. Like, uh, last time I said, he mentioned something to me about the UFC contender so towards the end of this year and the beginning of next year, so that'll be a good thing. But, like, now, definitely, I appreciate you having me on and stuff like that, too. You know, going over, you know, so you know each other, other bad things, so. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate you coming on. So, before I let you go, where can uh, my listeners find you on social media? Where can they find your fights as well? Oh, yeah. They can find me on social media at, on Instagram. I'm, I only have an Instagram. I had I was gonna make a Twitter account because I was told to by my sports agency, but uh, I have an Instagram. My Instagram is Life Sanson, L-I-F-T-S-A-N-S-W-E-R. And the fights, they have a few highlights on the PFL Fight Premier League page, Instagram page on there. So they have the fights, like some highlights and stuff like that of it up there. So you go check it out. But I got like I have a few pictures and things like that on my Instagram, but I don't really have any video footage. It's not just really awesome. Sounds good, man, and I appreciate you coming on. Have a good night, brother.